You are not alone on your journey. Listen in to the Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable with Lisa Belts, twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect, and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car, so step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Good afternoon, good evening, and even good morning to some of you around the world. This is the Unshakable Living Show, and I am extremely happy tonight to introduce my guest. Natasha and I have known each other for around four years now, and I met her through Unstoppable Influence, which is her premier community. And Natasha, I am beyond thrilled to say thank you for giving up some of your time this evening to join me on air. And would you take just a minute and introduce yourself? Absolutely. Well, first of all, Lisa, thank you so much for inviting me. I just am just such a fan of everything that you're doing. I love your, I love your book, obviously Unstoppable Publishing published your book and you're yes, just a star and I am just so excited to be here um, with you this evening. So uh, I'm Natasha Hazlett and I am a, an inspirational speaker, author, attorney, coach, and I live in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, I am the author of Unstoppable Influence, Be You, Be Fearless, Transform Lives, and I'm blessed to be in business with my husband, Richard, Uh, and we empower women from around the world with the clarity, confidence, and strategies that they need to find and fulfill their calling, and we've been doing that for a while. Of, Of all the titles that I hold, though, my favorite is mom, two, three kids. I have a little girl and uh, twin little boys. So, and they are the light of my life and just, that's the best job ever. Yep. You are a busy mama and you're a busy businesswoman. And again, I, I just want to say thank you for taking time away from the kiddos and from Rich to come and join me tonight. So it is super appreciated. Well, so um, we've kind of teed up our topic for night, which is the power of the pivot. And I actually learned the word pivot from you over the last couple of years. And so uh, can you define for me and for our listeners tonight, what do you mean when you talk about pivoting? So a lot of times we have expectations of how everything is supposed to go. And when life throws you a curveball and it's not what you expected, you had this road, you had this journey planned exactly how it was supposed to go. And you're required to take a detour. That's the pivot. It's the off-road adventure. It's the, it's the place you didn't think you were going to need to travel. But by necessity, your way wasn't going to happen. It wasn't available for whatever reason. A door got closed. And so it's time for a detour. Yep. And, and so have you experienced any needs to pivot yourself? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Of course, you know, the, the, the big one that really sticks out in my mind is obviously 2020. Yeah. And, you know, the whole world, it seems like the whole world just shook up and like, you know, everything that we thought we knew 
just got turned upside down. And I don't think honestly that 2021 or 2022 has been any better. Uh, but, um, but it specifically the event world. So for us, we have a personal development training company. We are known for hosting transformational live events. It's mm-hmm. my greatest pleasure, honor. We do retreats and, and huge conferences and workshops. And so it was time for our signature Unstoppable Influence Summit. It's like a family reunion. We have a really tight-knit group of women in our community. Of course, Lisa's a member. Yeah. And so you know, here I am. You, no one's traveling. You hotels are not allowed to host events. We needed to be able to serve our community. What were we going to do? And we could have folded it up. A lot of companies did. You know, you saw a lot of corporations that just said, "Eh, we're not going to host our events this year. We'll just try again next year. Well, when you have a, a business like ours, it's in the business of transforming lives. And when you have people that are hurting and confused and trying to figure out where to navigate for us, quitting wasn't an option. Postponing to the next year wasn't an option. And so we really had, had to pivot. Now, a lot of people were already going online. It wasn't novel for us to have an event online and plenty of people were moving to zoom, but how do you have a transformational event? Something that's going to like grab people's attention may, you know, help them to be engaged for three full days, feel very connected, loved and supported so that they have the soil that's fertile for the breakthrough. Like, how do we do that? And that's what I was charged with. And that's what I, I pivoted to. And, you know, it was, it, it it worked, it It worked. (laughs) And, um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful that I was, you know, that I'm grateful that I made the decision to pivot instead of fold. Yep. You know, and I was thinking earlier, it's like, you know, when we're in grade school, we, we kind of learned that little phrase, you know, stop, drop and roll. I don't know, you know, if, if everybody learned that in grade school or not, but again, it's like you use that when there was a fire. And so life is kind of the same thing. So as adults, typically our fires are a little bit different than, you know, physically being on fire, but the principle and the thought behind it is still the same. And so that's kind of where I adopted the pivot and roll. And so do you see pivoting as something that is just physical? Is it emotional, spiritual? How many different ways can you apply pivoting? I love it. So I mean, obviously I think there's the physical, you know, it's when we're on a, when we're going on a trip or we're planning for something in our, in our life, you know, going somewhere or, you know, a sudden job loss when, you know, there's a sudden, a sudden death, there is that physical, like I've got to pivot. Like I've literally got to do something else. You know, if, if your house catches on fire, like any kind of big cataclysmic, you know, a life event can cause the need for a physical pivot. Yeah, um, I think mental pivots are are the most prevalent. Like you've got to you've got to be there in mindset, mm-hmm. so that you don't allow fear and the fear of the unknown. Like if you take it as an off road adventure analogy, 
when you're going off the beaten path, when you're going off-road and doing this pivot, you didn't plan for it. Can you be in the mindset of curiosity, wonderment, excitement? Or are you going to be like allowing this to, you know, you're going down this road and you're stopping every one second and you're freaking out and you're, you're allowing fear and dread and anger and, you know, that, that mental garbage, you know, the the enemy is Mm -hmm. in there saying, no, 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 don't, don't like the enemy would love to stop you from going down that other adventure, because that is where we are residing spiritually, right? And, and, and spiritually, you know, I was, I was thinking about this. You asked the question, do you spiritually pivot? For me, my faith is rock solid. And so I'm not really pivoting spiritually. I'm, I'm, I, I may be relying even more than usual mm-hmm. on spiritual, mm-hmm. on my spiritual connection. Yep. Um, but I'm not really, for me, I don't feel like I'm necessarily like spiritually pivoting as much as I am like, all right, you're the GPS, let's roll. Yep. And GPS being God positioning system. Of course. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and again, I talk a lot on my show about foundation. Um, you know, the, the three phrases or ideas that God has given to me is the foundation, the frame and the finish. And so, you know, for you and I, we know what our foundation is. We know that on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. And don't you think that having that known, proven, time-tested foundation gives you the ability to pivot just a little bit differently? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's why the pivot for me is actually exciting. It's, it's something that I'm actually, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, look, I get to go on this different adventure. And it's because I don't allow myself to be consumed by fear, which obviously is a hallmark, you know, trademark of the enemy. Um, I don't allow that to consume me. So I, I enjoy the ride more. And I think it's because of that foundation. Yep. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So can you think of any situation where you have not been able to pivot? You know, I, I can't think of one, but what I will tell you is I remember one time in business, I was dragging my feet on the pivot. And let me tell you something, the Lord started stripping away stuff left and right. It was like, I was just going, I just, I was scared. That was one time when I did allow fear to consume me. This is like way back in my early entrepreneurial days. And I, I didn't want to go on that off-road adventure. I didn't quite frankly have that rock solid foundation. And that, that was a time where, you know, stuff is going to just start getting stripped away. And if that's the direction that you're going to need to go, it's going to happen. It just may not be nearly as pretty or fun. Exactly. And, and so when you're faced with fear, what, how do you embrace fear? I mean, you know, we can either resist fear, which makes it bigger, or we can embrace fear. How do you find that you can embrace fear and breathe through it or work through it? So I, for me, I know that fear means I'm actually on the right path. 
And so every time I feel that fear, I'm like, Ooh, I'm doing something that I'm probably not supposed to be doing, uh, according to the enemy. And so I'm going to use that as like a, a flashing sign yes. and I'm going to go through it. And, and, and I also will go rely back on, on scripture, um, which talks about fear not. And so as a reminder of like, if I, I do start to feel like I might be consumed by it, I go back, I go back to scripture, which reminds me to have lean into faith over yeah. fear. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Natasha. We're going to take just a really short break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk some more about how our listeners can employ pivot, the power of the pivot in their lives. So come right back, everybody. We'll be right back. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabelts.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. There is divinity within you. Join Lisa Belts on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable, twice a month and find that divinity that you deserve. Lisa will help you feel encouraged, empowered, and realize that you're not alone on your journey. With Lisa, address the foundation, the frame, and the finish of your dreams and become truly unshakable. Take control over your future. I'm Lisa Belts, and I'm here to help you realize your true potential and become unshakable. Schedule a completely free introductory coaching session with me now to see for yourself how I work. Get the divine guidance that you need to transform your life for the better. Go to lisabelts.com and take that step towards transformation. That's L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z.com. And we are back and welcome back. And thank you again, Natasha, for joining me on air tonight. And again, tell our listeners if they want to track you down and learn more about Unstoppable Influence, where can they find you? They can go to unstoppableinfluence.com or natashahazlett.com. H-A-Z-L-E-T-T. Yep. And you're on Facebook. You're on Instagram. That's right. And I also co-host the Design Your Best Life podcast with my husband, Richard. So you can find that on any of the podcasting platforms. It's just Design Your Best Life. Yep. And actually, it is one of my favorites and uh, I faithfully listen in. So it is a fantastic podcast. Thank you so much. And so we've been talking about the power of the pivot And we talked about, you know, yes, you can sometimes pivot physically. A lot of times it's mental, sometimes emotional, spiritual. How can I pivot financially? So if I am going along in life and something really unexpected happens financially, that can kind of hit us on all of the different levels. 
what would your suggestion or recommendation be when we face unexpected financial situations? You know, I love talking about finances and especially. Yes. So I, you view this, you know, earlier I was talking about, you know, the off-road adventure. It's, it's a fork in the road. This is, this is where, when, when the big thing happens, the big unexpected thing happens, you're standing at a crossroads, which way are you going to go? And one is fear. One is faith, right? Yep. One is I'm going to go down the fear and lack. Because when it's fearful of finances, it's usually lack. I don't see how this is going to play out, right? Yeah. I don't see how where the money is. I don't see, like, I know I make X, Y, Z amount. And so you have this finite, this limited thinking. You know, our, our creator is not limited, right? You have this tiny, teeny, tiny view. And, and God has this huge vision. There are so many different ways where I have heard of people being so abundantly blessed, like money coming out of the woodwork. Like I even knew of someone in our community that got an unexpected $30,000 check, $30,000. I mean, what? What? That's right. And it was, it was because they chose the other path, which was this abundance focused path, you know, that. Money flows to me freely and easily from sources known and unknown, expected and unexpected. And I think that that's, you know, that's the scripturally sound principle as well, right? There's throughout, throughout scripture, it's ask and you shall receive, seek and you will find. So like, where are you going to put your, your sites? Are you going to put it on, on abundance? And I'm going to, you know, where it's a choose your, it's a, it's another adventure, right? Wait. How can I serve? Where can this come from? Is I'm going to be taken care of. I'm going to be provided for and start looking at that. And all of a sudden, when you start setting your sights on abundance and opportunity, and you start asking yourself, how may I serve? Man, this is, this is where the spirit can just lead you because you're asking a different question. Yeah, that's really good. You know, and and one of the questions that I have heard before that also helps move into that space is what can God be to me in this situation that he could not be at any other time? And that's true, whether it's a health issue, a relationship issue, uh, you know, people with teenagers that are kind of going off the rails, finances, any situation, what can God be to me now? because I'm facing this situation that he couldn't be to me otherwise. And again, it shifts your focus from focusing on the problem to focusing on how big our God is. And it really helps you again to pivot. And, you know, for me, it helps you to be unshakable. Again, it's going back to that foundation and believing that God has good things planned for each of us. So I think that's really, really important as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, another thing is until you face a situation, you don't know your level of faith. Can you talk just a little bit about how this can be looked at as an opportunity to either test your faith or watch your faith grow, but also give you a chance to grow personally? Oh, gosh. You know, it's it's when everything 
this is what I have discovered, especially over the past, I would say, um, 10 months. I've had a, I've had a lot of things going on in, in my life personally. And it is when it, everything seems impossible. Like when you are looking around and you're like, I, I don't see a way out. Like I'm in this box and I can see these walls and I can't see a way out. Like that's the opportunity. That's the invitation to where you get, you start to get comfortable, hopefully with surrendering. And that's been a Uh, bit, you start to, you start to surrender and say, you know what? Like you got the big GPS system, right? You see the whole thing. I don't. So I'm going to stop with this white knuckle grip on Mm -hmm. life and how I feel like it needs to happen and all the ways that I think it needs to happen so that you can just surrender. And it's like this, what I've, what I have experienced, especially in the past 10 months is that in my moments of surrender, another door opens up something that was not possible for me, not, not available to me, not able to be seen by me until this impossible situation hit. And all of a sudden resources were brought to me. And, you know, relationships and books and, you know, all the things. And so it just becomes this, when the impossible happens, and I don't know, maybe I'm weird. I'm actually, (laughs) I've, I've really started to look, look for it more as a adventure in my faith walk instead of looking at it with dread. Yeah, no, that's really good. The other thing I was thinking about today is, you know, what you call ancient hope. So it's not the, I hope I win the lottery, but it's, I know where my hope comes from. And again, it goes back to foundation. It goes back to being unstoppable, unshakable, learning to pivot and knowing that you've got a solid foundation to pivot on. Talk to me just a little bit about what you define as ancient hope. Uh. I love this topic. Such a good question. You know, I, I kept hearing about, you know, so much in scripture about hope, faith, hope, and love. And today now every, every people talk about hope, but they talk about like it as in a, an era of disbelief. Yes. Yeah. I hope I win the lottery. I hope that I get X, Y, Z. And it's, it's fueled by actually disbelief. Mm-hmm. And I started looking up the, the definition of, or, or the translation of the word hope in, in Greek and in Hebrew, and it is actually a positive expectation. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there, I mean, there are so many words that have been linguistically butchered, right? And there, I w- that could be a whole show in and of itself, mm-hmm. right? Where a mm-hmm. lot of words just got completely turned around and twisted twisted. And I think, I think some of I that is going to say, and, and, and who do you think perpetrated that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so ancient hope is a positive expectation. And so it is, it is, it is having this feeling of you know hope that, you know, you're not going to just be left out to dry. You are not left on this journey, this off-road adventure by yourself. Like you're you've already got someone that's with you. You've got someone that's got 
GPS, right? You've got someone that's got all the, you know, the, the capabilities of giving you all the resources that you need. It's just, are we going to rely on that? Yes. <laughs> or are we going to just try to do it ourselves? <laughs> White knuckle grip it and try to just take ownership. I got to get myself out of this. I can tell you, I've tried that approach. It is not very successful. And it is, uh, you know, but I learned. I learned. You're either winning or you're learning, right? That's right. Yep. Love it. Yep. You know, and so another thing the Holy Spirit's kind of prompting to talk about right now is the, is the idea of covenant. And so, you know, a lot of us know the Mosaic law, the Mosaic covenant. And when Jesus died on the cross, the Mosaic law was ended, but the Abrahamic covenant was not. And so through Jesus dying on the cross, we who are not you know, Jewish originally, we were grafted onto the vine, you know, the eternal vine. And so we are part of Abraham's lineage. And so the four promises in the Abrahamic covenant are health, wealth, relationships, and salvation. And again, when we think about hope, when we think about that covenant that God made, he cannot go back on his covenant. And so when we talk about that ancient hope, it's a guarantee. It is money in the bank. It is not something that we hope is going to happen. It is a legitimate promise and assurance from God. So contrast for me just a little bit about what we hope for as humans versus the hope that God gives us. Oh my gosh. That and- is... So- that is, go ahead, go ahead. What are you saying? No, I was going to say, we're, we've got three minutes left. So let's, let's just really dig into this one. Oh my gosh. All right. So tell me, so, all right, give me the last little bit about this, uh, about what you, what we want to focus yep. on. So, so there's, there's hope that we have as our human selves, right? There's, we hope. And even when we're hoping in God, and then there is in contrast. So, so there's little hope. And then there's the hope that God has already given us that eternal hope, that God backed hope, if that makes sense. So you think about money in the bank, the the guarantee behind that money, God is the guarantee or the grant behind that God given hope versus what we can muster up in, in our human selves. So in these moments, where you have this decision to make, it seems like it's a conscious decision that we have to make to lean in on that big hope, knowing who we are as as daughters and sons of a king, mm-hmm. right? Of our eternal inheritance. That's we need to start operating more in that vein, instead of you know, relying on ourselves, right? Instead of just this, like, what can I do? Because we are this, this small, and we're just so finite. So it's making this conscious decision when you're at the, at the opportunity, when the big thing happens, you take a pause and you are going to choose your adventure. You're going to choose it. Do you want to rely and, and, and take on this 
amazing uh, gift that we have been given as children of the Most High God? Or are we going to try to just uh, rely on our own strength? Muster through on our own. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. The fuel of the piv- that's the fuel of the pivot. It's it that is. that eternal hope. That is the fuel of the pivot. That's what makes... That's what makes a pivot exciting. That's what, that's, that's the secret. It is. And, and God's also saying, it's also why we have the peace in the storm mm. is because we're not relying on ourselves. We're relying on him and that eternal hope. So we are, are essentially out of time. Natasha, thank you again so much for giving up your, your time and some of your evening tonight to come and join me on the show tonight. Um, you know that I have huge respect and love for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully we can do this again before the end of the year. Would love it. Thank you so much, Lisa. This has been absolutely amazing. All right, everybody tune in in a couple of weeks and uh, you can catch this on the replay on, as Natasha said, any of the podcast platforms, you can also go out to transformationtalkradio.com or youtube.com and just do a search on it. Good night, everyone. Have a fabulous evening. You've been listening to the Unshakable Living Show, supernaturally and divinely unshakable with Lisa Belts. Tune in twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car. So step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.